Hi guys, it's me. Before we get started with this episode, I just wanted to tell you kind of what I'm going to be talking about and just also remind you that this is really raw. I don't edit anything. I don't even actually listen to my episode when I'm finished recording it. That might change later down the road, but in this point in my life, I know that it's going to be challenging for me to listen to myself speak without wanting to edit and re-record and change things and judge something I'm working through, something I plan to, to really work on as I continue recording this podcast for you. But going to this episode, I just want to thank you for your patience and understanding. Um, And before we get started, there's going to be a quick sponsored segment coming up right after this. So thanks again and enjoy this episode about how to know when it's time to rest. Know when you've had enough rest. How do you know that you've had enough rest? How do you know that you're ready to move to action. So I'm going to be answering these questions, giving you a lot of raw, just super deep and personal experiences that I've had just today even. And I can't wait to share. So light a candle, get some tea, make a mocha, whatever makes you happy and enjoy this episode. Hello. My beautiful podcast listeners, thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm just so full of gratitude. Um, Before we get started, let's tap into those five senses and ground into this moment. So... Wherever you are, if you're able to, go ahead and close your eyes for just a moment. Place both hands over your heart. Take a couple easy breaths. Don't force it. Inhale and let the exhale just fall. Go ahead and start tuning into your sense of smell. What are you smelling around you right now? Try not to give any judgments. I smell several different flower smells right now. Likely coming from all my candles I have lit. Let's tune into your sense of taste. Maybe your mouth starts to water as you tune in. Maybe you don't really have a taste in your mouth. Maybe it's really subtle. Tuning into all parts of your tongue all parts of your mouth, your palate, your cheeks, 
there's any taste there. Let's tune into our sense of hearing. Most people start with your sense of hearing because it's usually our most attuned sense, keeping us safe and secure, especially when our eyes are closed. Just noticing here what small or loud sounds are around you without judgment, without trying to change it. I'm sure you guys can hear the freeway noise as I can as well. I also hear the sound of my heater. <sighs> Tuning into your sense of sight for a moment with your eyes closed. What do you see behind your closed eyes, behind your eyelids? And finally, moving to your final sense of touch. What do you feel? What do you feel underneath your fingertips? What do you feel on your whole body? The clothes on your body, the socks on your feet. The light touch of your fingers on your chest. Maybe you feel your clothes, maybe you feel your bare skin. And as we come back to this moment, I want you to slowly take your hands off your chest into prayer. And slowly blink your eyes open. Take one big cleansing breath with me. Inhale through the nose, exhale through the mouth. <sighs> mm. Thank you for grounding with me for a moment. That felt lovely. <laughs> oh. I just got done with a fairly short yoga practice before recording this today. And sometimes your practice grounds you and sometimes it brings you up back up to the ethereal where you've been living for a little while. I don't know if anyone else shares this with me, this feeling with me. I have been floating floating, floating. Anytime I am doing anything that is not have to do with cleaning or uh, my house or errands, basically, I've been 
in this la la land kind of place where I'm really feeling a shift happen. And this shift is happening slowly, but I'm becoming more aware of it. It's a shift that I've felt before. So what I want to talk about with you guys today is how do you know when you're on the right path? Specifically, how do you know that you're resting enough? Resting to me is a divine feminine mm, right that we have and characteristic. Resting to me means you're able to be in your body and be at peace. Resting also means that you're able to feel your emotions and be at peace with them, no matter what those emotions might be. So resting is kind of a loaded term. It feels like to me that we throw this word around and a lot of times it gets so convoluted with what other people think of rest, right? So, I mean, we all know everybody's different. Everyone has different personality traits. Everyone has different needs in their life. But I'm talking a little more specifically here. I'm talking, I guess not more specifically, but rather more broadly, (laughs) not specific to your personality trait. So how do you know that you've been resting enough? How do you know that you're ready to take the next step in your life, in your career, in your consciousness, in your personal development? How do you know? I've been really struggling with this myself. Um, You know, I... (laughs) So let me just paint you a picture of kind of how my day-to-day has gone and and why I felt really called to record this podcast today. So I've been driving a lot more than normal, going into town. I live over a little over an hour outside of the city. And most of my clients, my work, errands, and all my friends live in town. So the reason we moved out here, by the way, was because of my beautiful job that I recently quit. Um, If you guys want to hear more about that, I talk a little bit about it in my last episode, and I plan to do a little bit more in depth of a podcast episode on that when I come to a place of more acceptance with all the feelings that went with that. Still kind of working through it. But all that being said, um, I've just been driving more, been driving more, uh, been more sociable, social. And I felt today so called to stay at home and not even get into my car for even a short drive. Now, of course, 
if you're slightly stubborn like I am, especially with yourself, the stubborn Taurus over here, I know it's such a cliche, but I, I really do have a really stubborn voice in my head. So if I give myself too strict of guidelines, I know I'm going to break them. So whenever I give myself guidelines, I, I give myself just a little wiggle room so that I know that I'm doing this for myself and that I know that I'm choosing to do this. I'm not telling myself I have to, I'm choosing. So I told myself sometime in the week that Friday was going to be my day. It was going to be my day to be at home all day and do whatever I felt called to do, whatever fueled my soul, whatever gave me the most inner peace and the most whole, full uh, feeling. I wanted to say comfort, but it's not comfort because I'm, I wanted to be comfortable enough to go outside of that within my own home, right? And one of the biggest things that I challenged myself to do today was to not, so not only not drive, not clean my house, not put away my Halloween decorations that are sitting out, just staring at me, wanting to be put away. (laughs) And to not do any actual work. Let me tell you guys, that is hard to do when you're sitting at home. It's one thing when you're outside of your home and you're not staring at all of these things that quote unquote should, could, would be done if I was in that space. But that was specifically why I chose to do it this way. I told myself, old Tara probably would have made herself clean forced herself to go against what she really felt in her heart and to get that outcome of quote unquote clean, cozy, and perfect so that I could quote unquote enjoy it more the following day. And then I get to rest, right? It was almost like I was giving myself a condition to be happy. I was giving myself You will be happy only if you clean your whole house first. Only if you do your chores and finish all the unfinished business that you have sitting around your home. Then you can be happy and rest. Then you'll be worthy of rest. Whew. That doesn't sit well when I think about it that way. How does that sit for you guys? Like, I am only worthy of rest when my house is clean. Ah, no, 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 no. My dog's looking at me like, why are you telling me no? I'm just laying here. (laughs) No, you guys, it's okay. You can lay down. You guys. That is precisely what's holding us back. What's holding me back is making any sort of condition that I have to work towards and be worthy of 
a certain level of rest and comfort. So I did my meditation this morning. I did my yoga practice. I did some, uh, some, some deep work today. But it was all on my own terms. And it was all in this slightly dirty house. I didn't have to earn it. So kind of continuing to give you a a short, a little picture of um, where I've ended up in this afternoon, this beautiful afternoon. It's been, it's been tough. It has been tough. Sorry, guys. There have been moments when I have desperately wanted to put everything aside and say, okay, just do this really quick. It's not going to take long. You'll feel so much better. And I'm challenging that voice. I'm choosing to challenge that voice. Why will I feel so much better? Okay, well, because then you won't have to look at it. Why is looking at it so bad? Well, because then you're reminded of how your definition of clean is so different from other people. Okay? So if my definition of clean is so different than other people, is it the feeling of comparing to other people that I'm most afraid of? And as I sit here and kind of ponder that a little bit, it's not so simple, right? It's really not. There's so much depth to it, so much of my inner child, um, just there's so much inside that there's so many, what do I want to say? Thoughts. There's so many self-limiting beliefs in there that are basically telling me my version of clean has to match other people's version of clean or else I'm not worthy. And that comes from years and years of me seeing this behavior in other people around me and adopting it as my own. How often have I walked into someone's home, no judgments of whatever I see around me, and they start profusely apologizing. I'm so sorry. My house is a mess. I'm so sorry. I didn't have time. I'm so sorry. The first thing I think when somebody tells me they're so sorry for how, quote unquote, messy their house is, is, oh my God, don't even worry about it. I don't, I don't care. All I care about is you as a human. (laughs) So all I care about is spending time with you and that I get to be here with you and who you are as a human, a human being in your core, in your heart. That's all I care about. 
So why, and I know the answer to this, this and and we all kind of do, but I'm going to ask it anyways, because we ask ourselves all the time, why is that so difficult? How is it so difficult for us to take those words that we think about another human that we love and apply it to our own lives? Oh, well, like I said, we probably all know the answer. We're, we're our own worst critics. And that's because we've been around ourselves longer than we've been around other people. So we've created so many narratives and stories in our heads. So how do we rewrite those stories? Does it start when we walk into someone's house? Or does it start when we walk into our own houses? <laughs> it starts when we walk into our own houses. It starts when we wake up in the morning and we define why we're worthy. And this is something that the beautiful Katie Blair has been really helping me hone in on. If you don't follow her, please give her love. She's absolutely incredible with how she channels these messages. She's the big reason why I'm feeling so called to share my channels as well. Anyways, (laughs) it starts from your inner human. The reason, the reason you're worthy isn't because of anything that you do when you wake up. The reason you're worthy is because you're alive and living your purpose. Even if you don't know what that even means, even if you are confused as fuh in the morning, I don't know why I keep saying fuh. I think I'm just trying to lessen my fucks today a little bit. We'll go with it. (laughs) Also, I had pho yesterday. It was bomb. But anyways, it, the reason that you are worthy has nothing to do with any actions or behaviors, has nothing to do with even how you think and the thoughts that you have. It starts and ends with your inner, your inner glow. And I I stole that word from Katie Blair, but I, I love that word because to me what that means is how your radiating emotion, love, gratitude, joy, how you come back to that no matter what, how you turn inward to that glow in everything that you do. So kind of backtracking a little bit here. We're talking about 
rest, being worthy of rest, right? And how you know you're rested enough. One of the biggest, the biggest indicators that you are not quite rested enough is when those shoulds in your head are still there. I probably should hmm, clean my house. How often have I thought that thought all day today? At least five times, right? Then there was a moment. I had just taken Lily out to try to play fetch with her. And for whatever reason, I never know why she does the thing she does, but she was really not into it today. (laughs) Excuse me. She was running to the ball as if she was about to get it. Then she would go look at it, sniff it, pick it up for a second, and then drop it and look at me. And then she would just start to sniff the air. Sniff, sniff, look around. She really looked like she was like on the trail of something. She wasn't. She just was hanging out, looking around. I kind of got irritated because I was like, I took you out to play fetch. Why aren't you playing fetch? (laughs) And uh, so I went and got the ball. She came up to me all playfully like she was going to start wanting to play fetch again. I said, no. We're not playing fetch, you just dropped it. That's not how this works. (laughs) And she gets kind of like irritated and antsy for a moment. And I start walking inside and she just calmly walks inside with me. And I'm standing in the doorway with my huge winter coat on. It's actually my swim coat goes all the way down to my feet almost, or it was the perfect coat for swim meets. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. But I'm standing there in this huge swim coat in the doorway, looking around like, what now? I thought, I asked myself a couple should questions. Should I go on a walk to take Lily? Should I move my body and work out? What should I do right now? And that's when light bulb. (laughs) I shouldn't do anything at all. I reframed my question. I said, what do I want to do? That was hard. That was hard to listen to that voice. That took me a moment. And you know what, guys? I chose one of the most beautiful, pleasurable, and what I used to see as 
not at all a priority. And this is going to be totally TMI. So thank you in advance for the no judgment here. I went and pleasured myself. Yeah, I did the dirty. That is what my body wanted me to do. Not because I was like turned on by any one thing. Nope. I just needed some extra pleasure. So that's what I did. And you guys, <laughs> let me just tell you, if you don't masturbate in the middle of the day on your days off when you're home alone for no reason at all, just to maybe reset your system, then are you even living? <laughs> but in all seriousness, When I shifted that word from should to want, and I made it come from a, from a, a place instead of my brain, it came from my heart. Everything became so much more clear. And I began to feel more inclined to take mindful action throughout the rest of my day. Not that the morning time wasn't mindful action, but that word should was pulled out of my brain. Pulled right out. How cool is that? So <clears throat> then what? Then where did my brain go? So of course, those little voices were kept coming in on occasion telling me, okay, now you feel well rested. Now should we clean the house? <laughs> Still using that should word. So I kept challenging it. I just kept kept challenging it, challenging it over and over and over. Every time it said should, changed it to what does my heart want? What does my heart need? And over and over, it kept telling me, I need to receive some information right now. I need to move my body right now. I need to eat some food right now. I need to drink some water right now. Whew need to drink some more water and some more water. <laughs> oh, side note, you guys, I have been doing a test today to test my adrenals and it's a saliva test. So you have to spit into a vial and fill the vial at least half full, which I don't know if you guys have ever measured your spit. Probably not, but that takes a minute to get enough spit to put in there, especially when you wake up first thing in the morning. And it also makes you fairly dehydrated because saliva is very important for lubrication of your throat, your whole mucous membrane and your whole mouth. Like, whew. Anyways, that's been kind of odd, an odd thing about my day. And I'm 
definitely feeling a little off from that. But so yeah, I'm a little dehydrated more than probably normal. So kept coming back to what does my heart want? What does my heart need? And I kept hearing clearly, you need to create, you need to listen, you need to create, you need to listen, you need to move, you need to listen, you need to move, you need to create. Going between these three states of mind and these three areas, right? You need to rest, you need to pleasure yourself, whatever, right? So you need some joy. And what was so beautiful about this small shift today was that it got easier by the hour. It literally got easier by the hour. And as I'm practicing my yoga, getting ready to record this podcast, I couldn't help but think, well, it's when you know that you're well-rested, when you start craving more, when you start wanting and yearning for more information to clear your heart space, to clear your thoughts, to help you come to a more centered place, you're craving it, you're wanting it, you're thinking about all of these great and awesome things, and it's not from a place of flight, like flightiness. It's <clears throat> it's not from a place of shoulds. It's from a clear, open channel of I'm ready to receive. And you start seeking it naturally. So another thing that starts to happen for me is that I start to think, where am I going to get this information that I'm craving? I have all these portals. I have all these amazing resources and all of these humans that I look up to and all these mentors. Where do I want to seek my information? And it made me kind of feel into that for a minute. I was like, okay, Tara. You're getting a little bit of decision fatigue. Take a breath. What's the most obvious answer, right? What's the easiest? And for me today, it was a 30-minute video that had just been posted about channeling. And instead of watching it on the background while I do other things, like clear my email, I lit a candle, I sat down, and I watched, and I gave my full attention for 30 minutes. Well, a little less than 30 minutes, but. And I allowed this repetitive information to seep into my body. I allowed some of this new information, or this, even some information that I didn't agree with right away. I allowed it to seep into my body. I held on to certain things and I let go of a couple of others, right? Of thoughts and feelings around 
what I was learning. And it felt easy. So that to me, you guys, is how we start to fully understand when we've had enough rest is when we start craving that information. We, we start craving the action, right? I started wanting so badly to create something for people today. I wrote a blog post about masturbation, actually, that I will post sometime next week, probably. But then I rested after. Then I allowed myself to go back. Okay, what does my heart need? What does my soul need? Okay, now I'm ready to create more, right? The other thing I've been challenging myself with, so taking out the shoulds, allowing yourself to want that, that, crave that information, crave that external uh, portal to come into you and start giving you new life and new creativity, right? But we also start to notice patterns, patterns of our thoughts, right? So as we notice those patterns, we that's where those really beautiful mantras come in. Those single line, you want them to be really easy to remember, those single line mantras of whatever you're working through. So for me, I needed something that reminded me that I was exactly where I needed to be. I am exactly where I need to be. I am doing exactly what I need to be doing in this moment. So you keep coming back to that same mantra over and over and over. Every time I hear a should in my brain or notice, notice a should in my brain. So repetition, repetition, not only repeatedly telling yourself, repeatedly noticing, but when you're seeking that external, when you're ready to receive anything from the outside, any information, anything to help fuel your creative power and your creative abilities, Repetition. I always think about the law of attraction, um, especially, you know, Esther and uh, Abraham Hicks, when I think about repetition, because their message is so repetitive, right? Every problem comes back to the same idea. Is that energy that you're putting out matching the energy that you you want to be receiving, right? 
And they talk about that in a million different ways and a million different, excuse me, a million different formats and situations. But ultimately their, their message is like exactly the same with every podcast and every action. Are those energies matching, right? And we keep listening to them. Even though we're hearing the same information over and over, we keep listening to them, right? Why do you think that is? It's the same reason that it's so challenging or can be challenging to change these thoughts in our brain because they're ingrained in us. They happen all the time on a loop, right? And unless we go in there, and give it new information, it's going to stay on that loop. If the loop is one that's vibrating at a level that you want to come back to you, and you're giving that out, then it's going to reinforce that vibration, correct? So we need repetitive information because that's the only way to build new pathways is we need to hear it in different ways. We need to dissect it from every different synonym of the same word. We need to, from every different situation that has the exact same message, we need to take that message and apply it to this action and this situation. And then we're going to take another one and apply it to this situation. And the, the syntax or word order might be different. The, the words and vocabulary, semantics might be slightly different. But the message is always exactly the same. So this is how you know. You guys, this is how you know that you're where you're supposed to be. You get in this flow of, okay, I feel rested now. You know, I meditated and I still had this feeling that I should clean the house. So then I ate a really good meal and then I did some yoga and I still felt that. So then I, I drank some water, right? And I, I went on a walk and I still felt it, right? This ping. So it's this, this delicate balancing act between obviously getting your basic needs met, right? We cannot forget our basic needs, which can be challenging at times and can be part of our spiritual practice, right? And radically resting, right? That moment that you're laying in Shavasana completely 100% present with no plans, ideas, or shoulds of what the next step is going to be. And you get that ping of excitement 
and curiosity and yearning. You breathe into it. That's when you know you're ready. That's when you know that you're well-rested. That doesn't mean that in those moments you get up and you go, right? Especially for my type A'ers, especially for my people that have similar emotions about cleaning and having things a certain way, which is a lot of us, right? You breathe into it and you allow yourself to feel that fully rested feeling. It feels so exciting. It feels so calm and peaceful and easy. There's no pressure. There's none. There's no pressure to move from the Shavasana. There's a curiosity, a calm curiosity. And that is it. Everything else is quiet. That's when you know. That's when you take one more breath. It's really, really anchor in in your brain, in your neural pathways, your new neural pathways that you're building. You anchor it in. You push yourself one step further. You allow yourself to be curious, excited, and at peace. And then you go and create. Then you go and do the thing that makes you feel alive. Knowing that you have put in and allowed yourself to receive all of this rest so that you can go and continue to live your purpose that is external, that that radiates outward so that you can continue to receive these blessings. I hope that message sits well with you guys today. Um, I really am excited to post this and just feeling really good about, about how I was able to channel this for you guys today. Thanks for allowing me to be open. Thank you for receiving this with nothing but love. And uh, I can't wait to hear what you guys think about it. And um, just, yeah, I'm so grateful for having you guys here. I can't wait to grow this a little bit more because I know deep in my heart, deep in my soul, that the creative process is how we continue to show up. And if we're always going through the motions, ticking off the things on our to-do list without giving ourselves the freedom to really, really rest, to really, really sit and be with our feelings for as long as we need to, the creativity comes and it flows. And I know, I also want to say, I know this message is not unique. It's not unique to me. I'm channeling this for you because I felt so called to share my personal experiences today and how they've helped me show up 
for myself. Because now I'm able to feel, I'm able to remind myself of what being worthy means. Being worthy just means showing up. That's all. Whatever that means. So remind yourself today that you are so worthy. You are so worthy of however you choose to show up today. You are so worthy of radical rest. You are so worthy of creative processes. And you're so worthy of this messy fucking (laughs) life. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I see you. I am you.